So, episode 10 of the Malloy Twins podcast, our last guest episode. Last guest of 2023. Of season one. And Woo-hoo. today we're joined by a man who doesn't need an introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyways because I read the book. <laughs> so I feel like I know him a bit better. So, I'm going to give you the introduction. Don't change the camera to Paddy. I fuck Matt, I said his name. <laughs> Don't change yet. the camera yet. Right, and I want you to write the introduction after, right? Right. Right. This is like my There's Bruce pressure on this now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Bruce Buffer. That's what I would say. I'm being introduced by Bruce Buffer, so you're on, you're on the ropes. True. Right, so. From fighting on the fields of Jobstown to the biggest stage in the world. From the kid who grew up with no father to the father that lives for his children. From the council estate to the city council. The first <laughs> Irish man to win a UFC fight on Irish soil. Paddy mm-hmm. the Hooligan Hulahan. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I was I'll give good, you a six. Yeah. <laughs> six out of six. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a six, right? Generous six, yeah. That was very, that was very good. Yeah. Good to see you read my book. So that's, um, that's a good one, yeah. So, Fair play. I'm impressed by that limo. That it's was sound. Bad. I've got goosebumps and all. Right, that was good. That was good. The Bruce Buffer has introduced me. As I was saying there, so yeah. that's a. That's a hard one to follow. You know, yeah, yeah, so Bruce fine. is in your head and you're like, Jesus, that's a Bruce Buffer. <laughs> He's mad. Lad. Paddy, thank you very much for coming down and chatting to us, man. We really appreciate it. I know you're a busy man, so appreciate your time. We have an open tradition on the podcast where every guest answers a question that was left by the previous guest. And turns out you actually know our previous guest quite well. Owen Gorman. Owen Gorman. Yeah, Owen Gorman. Yeah. We had Owen in last week. All right, Jesus Christ. That's a, that's, a hard, that's a hard podcast to say, was it? Very, to be honest, the way that he speaks is... I don't know how he does, but his strength and how positive he has taken what he's been through and the situation and how he's kind of reframed it for himself and taken it into a new lease of life is so inspirational. That so. was incredible. I was oh, such yeah. an inspired man. So anyone oh, that does, obviously has watched the previous podcast, if you haven't watched it, uh, Owen was one of my students um, flying along. Young man, um, flying in martial arts and life and everything and then fell off his bike, broke his neck. Um, <laughs> sad thing is, this could happen to anybody and in such a failing country, we have a situation where Owen is in the National Rehabilitation Centre and he, we have, we've had, he's organised his house, he's figured the house, he's, yep. he pays the rent in the house now, but there's no care package in his area for him to return home. So um, anybody that's watching this, this could be me or this could be you or could be anybody else any other day. One day you leave your house and something happens to you and you never return to that house again because you physically can't get in the door or you can't do so. Yeah. Um, and all of the failures that we, we highlight in the country... There's a lot of them that I try to highlight at council level or whatever. That and Owen is, Owen is so strong, oh, so strong, man. That's what I thought it was going to be a very difficult episode. Yeah. He made it easy for us. Just his demeanor, like, yeah. like he just he's just grateful to be alive, and you can he's see like so he's very good. grateful for it. He's very yeah. good. His Gabriel Sergio as well is another incredible person. You know what I mean? I yeah. stood by mm-hmm. him and does a lot for him and stuff like that. And all. yeah, two incredible people. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah. so great to see us at Owen. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to watch it now. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> people like that are heroes to me. You know what I mean? It's not big time. Not celebrities. Big time. So the question that Owen left you, Paddy, was: What influence would you like to have on someone else? Did Owen know he was coming up? He did. <laughs> um, I want to give more from this life than I take. Always being that way. So um, my advice to people is 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 to is to try not get caught into this like this this realm of what we should be or who we should be or we look into our phone and we see what happiness is and like happiness is an inside job. It's mm. a and when you figure that out, I, like the saying where there's not there's there's no youth and wisdom in the same place because um, it takes you to spend your youth to get your wisdom. But what I see a lot of times these days is the, the, the youth and that time of youth is occupied by absolute shit, bullshit. Yeah. And what happens is that 
then the wisdom doesn't really come. But when people get older, they think that maybe they are wise. But so we kind of end up with a, a little bit of like a, a know-it-all uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, environment. You the know what I mean? Leading the blind, yeah. Yeah, like, and, and I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking, say, my 16-year-old son. I'd be talking. We could be talking about fish on a mountain or something, and I'd be like, "That's actually not true." And he's like, "It is true." Like, <laughs> take your phone out and Google it. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's not true now. You know so. Um, so that's what I want to do. I just want to, I want to inspire people. I want to show people that like you can do absolutely anything. And I can believe that. I believe we can do anything. I've always believed, believed that, you know, um, my soul is guided. And if people that live with me and people that are around me know, they're like, when I say that, they're like, yeah, okay. And then times pass and circumstances ended up just yeah. me that should have never met. And they're like, wow. And I'm like, I told you. You didn't <laughs> believe me until I told you. But uh, my soul is guided and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to use everything that I have or anything that I've gained uh, and change this place so all of us can raise chi children in a better place, you know, a place where our next generation is going to be better because the generation that's generation that's running this country is stinking. It's corrupt. It's it's it's. But like the generation under, I can see them. I can see them stand and go, no, hold on. Mm. I don't like that, you know what I mean? But then, say, the generation just under me is kind of stuck in that quagmire, that realm that I'm talking about. So, say, your age there, your younger brother, he has just, I think, missed that generation where, I don't know, maybe they're a little bit fed up with social media now. Maybe they don't care what people say about them, but my generation just gone. was very fresh in that. Yeah. yeah. So, long answer. Um, <laughs> look after yourself and make sure that you're living you, you know, nobody else. Don't be living for anybody else. Sure, I think you're a man who embodies that message Big as time. well as anyone else. You know, I think I got your book on Monday afternoon. Yeah. And I finished it this morning. So I read the whole <laughs> thing. And I have to say, I'm not just saying this because you're on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, top three favorite books of all time. Thank you. Top what, what's the other two? The other two, The Snapper, Roddy Does. <laughs> the, the film is gas, but the, the book's even better. And uh, Christy Dignam's autobiography. Wow. Oh, Harry Hill right up there. <laughs> I'm in but, good company. What? Yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a quote in it that's fucking gas. It was. Uh, I have the, the heart of a gladiator, but the body of a jockey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, yeah. And Richie Barrett, uh, so Richie Barrett helped me write the book, basically. Yes. Like, um, and Richie, Richie's a good lad, um, and, and, and I was able to trust him, you know, I needed yeah, to yeah, trust yeah. him. So doing that book was like terribly. Some people don't even know we have a book. Some people do be like, wow. And, and it's kind of like, I don't, don't say I want to say that's a conspiracy, but kind of is in a way, you know, like, uh, <laughs> we never got no phone call off the Lele Show, we never, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then I look at some people that did, and I'm like, this makes no sense, you know. Um, I tried to give it to Tommy Tiernan on his show, but it seemed like he was just about like I don't know, just making me look like somebody else. So everyone seen that show. Okay, yes. Some yeah, people yeah. rang me and were like, "Paddy, he didn't really come across well." I'm like, "What you mean?" And then I looked at it, and it was like someone sushi dirt up in an editing process. You know what I mean? And right, it was like, yeah. So my my view of Tommy Tiernan would have changed drastically. I handed him my book. He looked me dead in the eye. Put it to the side. He wasn't. He wasn't Didn't interested care. about any of that. So, and in that whole time, I had been getting offered onto onto Joe Broly show and all that sort of things. Oh, nice. And then all of a sudden, I got boost bang, got a boost on <laughs> same day as the election. All of a sudden, all of this uh, yeah, madness yeah, comes yeah, out, yeah. and I was like, oh, that all makes sense yeah, now, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, so we understand this game more than people even expect, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, with my book. My book was a little bit of like, um, like in that, in, I don't know, an eight mile, where he turns around to the guy and goes, tell them something they don't know about me. Yes, yes yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. so if you read my book and then you, some people come to me and go, they, they, did a, they did a part, I think it was like, the newspaper uh, picked up my book basically a year or two after I was born and said, Paddy Hulan was helped by the Queen and they had a big spread of me in the middle of the paper and stuff like that and saying, the Queen got him off. And, oh, is know, that what, the car case got dismissed? Yeah, or whatever? And, and yeah, it was yeah. like, all right, so you went in and read my book 
and you didn't tell them the real process of it. You have a picture of the queen in the paper and me, and it's like, yeah. it's, it's weird, it's so weird, you know what I mean? But uh, one of the best lessons I've got over the last little while is the media and like, and just how they are, and how they, yeah. how 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 dangerous they are. Uh, it, you know, like the truth, the truth is irrelevant. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's the version of the truth they want to put out there is. is what, we what we had said that we had said you are what I accuse you of. Basically, yes. that's the thing, and it's the news is Denzel Washington says it says it's not about who's true, it's about who's forced yeah. these mm. days. Uh, there's no accountability for these people. These people hide behind like labels and slates and all this kind of stuff. They can do things like this with their fingers, and all of a sudden, they didn't say that because they was in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and when they go to, to to college now, I think it's more about not how to be a journalist, but it's how to how to not get sued and, yeah, and yeah, how yeah. to mm. and how to do a lot of these things. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, how to create a story. Yeah, yeah. I, I have so much respect for honest journalists and honest people, but let me tell you, they're in the ten percent because the other ninety are. Are horrific, are terrible. I had no a journalist knocking on my door, standing outside my um, my my um, my, my shopping centre, asking people what their opinion of was me, you know? and they couldn't find somebody that said that bad. I think they found one person, but it was from a, a different gym that was down the road. Just dragged them down. Yeah. And, and let me tell you one thing: I don't need to walk with security in my areas. I don't need no barriers outside my building. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I walk amongst the people, you know, and air, air, air government are, are currently boarding themselves up in, in, in into a, like a fortress mm. because. Okay, they, you you represent the people. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. You know, so and the media is like the henchmen. The media sit on the hill. They're like a machine, or they're like a pillbox, and all of these politicians hide behind them. And everyone is trying to come up the beach and trying to walk their way towards the, the, to to say something to these people. You pop your head up, you're on your own. Bang! The yeah. pill, the media. Yeah, yeah. Get them, get them, get them. And then the people watching on, unfortunately, are like. That kind of, that they live in the realm that I talked about where oh, I'm kind of afraid to say I, I, I share this guy's story because now Instagram's saying are you sure you want to share this guy's story now you know <laughs> like my partner Chelsea it's not controversial at all I tried to share a picture of our kid or something they're like are you sure you want to share this kid, this person's contact and you're like well we share a bed I've shared more so the media is a need, needs a really overhaul, and I and I hope and the reason why I'm pointing towards you is because I'm kind of done fixing broken adults in a way, you know. Now I do yes, this with my gym and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. No, my my job now is to inspire the youth, the young generation that can see, like, listen, we need you. You are going to be the doctors and 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 the police and the the, the politicians of the next generation. Mm -hmm. So that's why I try to talk to them and say, like, listen, snap out of it. I have a massive facility not far from here, Hulahan Martial Arts Clan Hulahan. The clan means it's anyone that doesn't feel like they belong to their family, or even if they do, there's another family, and it's a yeah, clan, yeah. and it's ours, and we all look after each other, and there's, I think there's like 350 people training there now, and, and that's what we do, you know what I mean? And, and Unreal. Taking action, you know? And most of these people that would be trying to, I don't know, blacken my name or something like that, they could not tie my shoes. <laughs> I believe it. Sorry, you. lads. No, yeah, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> the long questions, yeah. So get you have about five questions. I'll take an hour. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think one of the questions I wanted to ask you off the bat, but I'm kind of even hesitant now. Studio <laughs> session, but like you, for know, someone who has accomplished so much in so many different areas, whether it's fighting, politics, opening your own gym, businessman, family, what's your proudest achievement so far? My children. Yeah. By far, my children. Um, Eminem has a part in a song where he says. You taught me basically as father. You taught me how to be a father by not being in my yeah, life. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And I, I remember even hearing that. I mean, wow, that's that's 
that's so I've been doing that and I didn't have to hear that to do it. Um my children, it's my my first son Turnham was born, um I remember that 16 years now, you know what I mean? I was only a kid. I was what age were you? Yeah, I was 18, 19. Right. I'm still in school. I was like, No, I see people going, Well, if he has a kid, his life is over. And I'm like, mm. well, Let me tell you one thing because I have a kid, my life is where it is. And it started, yeah. I was handed him. I remember going, It felt like I was at the day when I don't know, drugs or something. I'm like, Whoa, just no time concept for a few minutes. I'm driving home. I have this like, this love burning, this pride, this. Just crying, like yeah, yeah. mad emotional purging, and just ah, oh, most incredible thing of in my life, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. um, then many years later, so me and his mother split up uh, years, years in between, and we've always got on well, we've always never really fallen out like that. We just we just grew apart, and that's mm -hmm. life just gone on. There's parts in the books you'll see, and some of it was hard, some of it was, and it's, we all change. And, yeah, yeah. But then, um, I wouldn't have never met Chelsea, who I'm with now, who was, who was the love of my life now. She harasses me as well a bit. <laughs> but, but it's about proper, it's about stuff that like some, so she's from Liverpool and we kind of have different cultures as well. Even though oh, I that can that imagine, that. yeah, yeah. I would be sitting there and all picking me toenails or something. Like, what are you doing? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just picking me toenails. Like, don't do that. You know? <laughs> so, just little stuff. But um, I have three beautiful children with, uh, with Chelsea. So I have Seamus, whose birthday it is today. So Happy birthday, Seamus. Her whole journey as parents, me, me and her, um, her first uh, being a parent basically yeah, started yeah. this time five years ago. Same yeah. idea. I remember driving up this road from the Coolman. It was the same. It was wow, feeling. <laughs> but I was so blessed this time because I'd done so much in between turning and being born and actually using that fuel. Mm. We, we don't want for nothing. We don't we, we don't want for anything, and we mm. we are so grateful for everything we have. It doesn't mean we we are like greedy or anything. You know, yeah, we were yeah. so grateful for what we have. My my kid wants something for Christmas. You have it, you know. But back I wasn't like that with Tiernan. Mm. Tiernan was my kid where I had to like my go getter. Now he never wanted for anything either. Yeah, yeah. And then we have Fela, who is um is is, is tough work. There's yeah, yeah. <laughs> always one, does <laughs> crazy. Fela's like so so personal her personality is great. She's like Angelica or something like that. She has little pigtails and Why all. Is she? Um she's two now, so she will be three um coming soon now and then and then we have Kyola. So Kyola is my only ginger. So, really? Yeah, oh, Fela yeah. obviously means festival. Um, Seamus is obviously he's named after um, a, a guy who I really respect in my area. Um, random one, basically. It's a guy who helped me get into jujitsu. His father, I named him after. Really? So Seamus, basically, and then Kyola, which means music, musical. Um, and she's my only ginger, and she's <laughs> mad. She's one. She's like up early, five o'clock in the morning, nappy early. Has <laughs> 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 my big blue eyes, and. Um, <laughs> Man, I'm so I'm blessed even saying that, you know what I mean? And then obviously we have we have a big community and, and businesses yeah, and all this yeah. kind of stuff and all but my children, everything else. Any of the kids into fighting? I know there's a few young ones turning to see into uh, Tiernan's actually a goalkeeper, basically. Goal, yeah, goal. Yeah. And he always has been. Since I, I remember, like <laughs> he was playing in goals. So he just <laughs> chips away. He's he's very um he's into computers, he's um he's had to take a good hold of his health that last little while. I think he's lost like 12 kilos since Christmas, he's told me. Oh, yeah, and he, so he comes into the saunas with me and all, but like, he's, uh, he's 16 now, so I kind of, I see him out the other side for a point, you know what I mean? Yeah. He leaves me on unread and all now, you know what I mean? I send him a message, how are you getting on? So he'd read it and then two days later, he'll probably get a reply, you know? So I'll see him out the backside, I will, and then um, <laughs> Thayla. Fail is kind of like I don't know. I think she spends too much time with Sean Bannon. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Side kicks, <laughs> dush, dush, takedowns. Uh, Seamus is in jiu-jitsu, so uh, 
Yeah, it's great, you know, so it's the, the family business, you know what I mean, in that way. You cannot take over some of the stuff that we've created as my kid unless you do walk up the ranks and become a black belt and mm -hmm. it's rigged, the, the family uh, inheritance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a hierarchy, I like it. I like it, I like it, yeah. Walk in and take it. You're not born into nothing. Yeah. Um, I was interested to ask you, Paddy, because I know as you were given that sort of opening answer in terms of the impact you'd like to have on another person, you said happiness is an inside job. How long did it take you to figure that out? Um, we had a situation when I was a kid that I got a bang of a brick, basically, and I had two blood clots on my brain. Um, I was in Bournemouth for a long time. I wasn't going to make it. I was nearly ended up in a, in a wheelchair situation. Um, right. And I know it sounds young, but I think I was seven, not maybe nine years of age at that age. At that time, I was out on the road, got a bang of a brick in the face, and the blood clot went up into my brain. I was asleep on the couch. My pa I was just, oh, I have a headache, I have a headache, I have a headache. And then, bang, I woke up on a rubber in theatre. Basically, I had to get like a, things like a, a, a near helicopter to bomb out and all sorts. Really? It was crazy. Yeah. It went crazy quick, you know. And uh, I just remember waking up after all, and I was in the room on my own, and I was okay. And I remember <laughs> laughing a little bit, like, wow, made it. I made it. Mm. And I just remember saying to myself, this is like a bonus. This is a bonus. Like, I had a mad, I had a mad out of body experience and all and that kind of stuff. It's in my book, you would have yeah, read it. Yeah. I'm standing there and I'm in the room and I'm in with these little blue pants. And I remember looking down at them and, and I'm looking over and I'm lying on a table, basically. <laughs> I thought this sounds weird. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know, what, what did you, or did your head do it as a dream or whatever which way? But very vivid. Yeah. And like, I'm wrapped in tinfoil and stuff like that. I was, and, and they, they were walking on me on a, on a, on a thing. So, with two blue, uh, two surgeries, and um, one of them walked, and then I had a major bleed in the middle of the night. And they had to rush me back to the theater. My mom wasn't there, and, and uh, maybe that was the second time that I was I was on my own. But then I remember waking up in that room, and I know this is a long answer no, to yeah, the story, but where did I get it? Because it's a big question as well. Yeah. Where did you get happy from some people who go, go to park? And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is to me, it was like, that's where I got it from. I remember being like, now, I'm not happy all the time, but this was like, oh, you just, this is a second chance, you know what I mean? Um, and I, we all get sad. I get sad. We all get sad. There's, but there's a great saying that I use when I get sad, and it's called Ta Bron Urum, which means sadness is upon me. The Irish, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do not have a translation for I am sad because you cannot physically be sad. You can't be it. Mm. Um, so it's a wrong translation in English for I am sad. That's, you know what I mean? I am food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but Tarbron Urum basically, and I remember I say that to myself when I do get times when I'm sad. You know what I mean? We all get sad. Sadness is an energy that comes upon you so you appreciate happiness. So there's a lot of stuff there where sometimes you can mm. get, you hit sadness and then you panic a little bit and then mm. all of a sudden you slide down the sadness slide and it's very hard to come back up, you know? So when I'm sad, time, I, yeah, yeah. I say to my girlfriend, I'm just sad today. I'm just a little bit sad. I just feel maybe a little bit sad of myself, you know? Yeah, and yeah. she'd just be like, oh, don't say that! <laughs> <laughs> She's very like, if we talk about my childhood, Chelsea would just be like, crying. <laughs> like, away out of that, will you? That was making of me, you know what I mean? Uh, if I could do it all over like that again, I would. I would, so. That's where I get my happiness from. Appreciation, oh, probably, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. grateful for being here. And that fuels me. That's Powerful. even reading the book, I was like, <laughs> there's a lot of different times in it where it's like things should have ended up so much worse for you than they did. And I was like, this <laughs> fella's a bit of a cat. Like, he just, just keeps on coming back. What what stands out to you has been like the so I've just talked about like where your happiness comes from. Is there any like standout low moment throughout the whole whatever um, odd years you've been here? I've um, the idea of like of, of understanding where where we are in life, you know what I mean? That that's important. So one of my standout moments would be like um, I'd slip my disc in my back. Um, I was in a bad way. Anyone ever dealing with back pain or anything like this, you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about here. It's a very low point. You can just be walking around one day and then get hurt, and then all of a sudden 
you just you you're enabled. You mm. know what I mean? Like and as I said at the start, for we own. Um, I can't imagine where he gets that strength from. And I was walking across a field one time. I had my son. And, I just like basically I was trying to um, I, I was nine and all at that time I just came back from the ultimate fight and I was messed up um, and, I, and the UFC were coming to Dublin I was like no I'm going to miss that but I couldn't move and I, I, I ended up like I couldn't walk across the field I had to sit down I ended up lying down it started to rain it was like a part of a film or something you know and I was just like this is just <laughs> fucking horrible it's a horrible point in my life you know what I mean like I yeah. could have I would have, like, if you could have asked me, like, would you rather be, be dead now, you know what I mean, at that time, at that moment, yeah, maybe I, just to be out of that pain, I was in so much pain, you know what I mean, so, but that was a low point, but um, a surgeon, Keith Sinne, probably probably saved my life in that way, you know what I mean, and really, done yeah. the surgery, uh, we had, again, I don't know what it is with double surgeries, but I done the surgery, he done a microdiscectomy, took a bit off my disc, um, that was on the 13th of December, I think, and then I fought in the UFC uh, in July. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, so that recovery in between that, that yeah. but I had two surgeries because the first one worked but then I went back training I was good I was clear to go back and I went again and I, if, if there was something up there and it was messing with me at that time I was like do you really <laughs> want it yeah, yeah. yeah so and then to say where I get it from would be um, I'm guided I swear to God my soul is guided and all them little moments you're talking about I'm glad mm. you noticed them in that book because yeah. at the time in my life I definitely noticed them yeah, yeah, you know like and it's yeah. like I don't know what it is I don't, I don't ask for them um, I don't ask for like strength or anything like that. I pray for hard times, so I, I grow strength from that, and yeah. that, that, that's a great sign of the idea of like with you praying and and, and I don't pray to like to, to the Catholic religion God mm. across. I pray to what that feeling is that I have that is you you're fucking here. There's something going on here. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Why have you blessed me? Why am I? Why am I like this? You know? And uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm going. So I always say, send me the people I need to tell yeah, me yeah, whatever yeah. I need to do, or or for you to further whatever needs to happen, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sitting here thinking, I say, people are going, Paddy, you know, says he's a prophet. <laughs> yeah. No, no, just, yeah, yeah. He has the, the bears. The bears there. Yeah, the bears, yeah. It's good. See him building an arc out. I just feel like I have, I, I can go through fire. You know, I think there's, there's a song and he says, I will walk through hell drinking petrol and sandals. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that way, it's like, I think we could do that. Give it a bash. I even get out the other side of that. I'll be bored or whatever. But I'm coming out the other side. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at with that. Like, and I just stick into it. There's, I'm not stubborn in a way of where when I'm wrong that I stick down. But, but if I'm right and every single person on this whole planet turns their back on me, I promise you, I will stick to my guns and I will stick to my ground. And I won't be just going, well, this is my opinion and this is how I feel. It's not. I've dealt with like. Say during COVID and all, it's funny, people are like, you're getting this off Facebook, you're like, you do understand that I have the ability in my hand to talk to some of the best virologists on this planet, yeah. you know, like, shoot them a little message on Instagram, maybe they don't want to say something, having a conversation. Now we have Tony down the road who's a, we don't know, a, some sort of paediatric nurse or some, or paediatric even, I don't know, person that deals with children and yeah. they're like, I know now, because I work in a healthcare setting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You know. You you think you know, and I don't know, and no one knows. But if you think that because you have this suit, because you have this title, that now you know, you're wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. big time, big time. Guided. Should have just said guided, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the trials and tribulations that made him. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But the the mindset, even when you speak about these things, like I can see directly how that translates to a UFC fighter and to stepping into a cage and going yeah, up against just the willingness just to go and get yeah. stuck in Tell me, I know growing up you grew up in Belfast wasn't it for a little yeah, bit of time yeah, and then into Jobstown thrown into the deep end yeah. when did the the martial arts and getting involved in that come along it was actually really I was older I, I, 
So between uh, there's a place in Lana down in Belfast, basically I've told these stories as well. Anyone who's heard podcasts will be going on again and again. So I grew up that, even when I say to people, I grew up like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah oh. straight away, yeah. Even Belfast, that's a, a bit of a mad place. You know what I mean? Great community, though, solid community, and it would have been between between my aunties and so. So we still lived in Dublin, but I, li- I spent all my summers, all my Christmases up there, all my Christmases right, up yeah, to like yeah. probably eight. Uh, but just getting out of Dublin, basically, I was going to Belfast for a break. It was brilliant to me. But Joe's town and stuff like that when I was growing up. It was a bit crazy. It was very disproved. And, yeah. Um, like, the kids I was growing up with, there was a lot of problems in, like, social housing, and in their houses, maybe, and, and I've spilled onto the streets. And, and it was rough when I was growing up, you know what I mean? Um, but it still hasn't been fixed, and it still hasn't been... It's, it's more used as a political tool, in a way. Um, these areas are drastic. And these people end up... Like, humans end up starting to survive. And, yeah. and, themselves. and then in them areas, you have some of the best people ever. Yeah. Some of the most extraordinary people ever. You now, you come from one of them, you know what I mean? Them boroughs or areas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, grow, uh, growing up in Jobstown, then, my pride for where I come from is... It's, I love that place, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um... And it's probably the worst. Thing. The only, the only kind of accepted um, discrimination or kind of like a public. I don't say racism because it's not racism, but it's classism. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, classism. yeah, yeah. I seen it. I seen a, a bit of art basically uh, a little while ago, and they drew basically probably ninety percent of my housing estate, and was like, "This, that's the problem." It's very recent. I won't point mm. out who it was, but it was a guy with had his mask up, and they were trying to make him out, and it's like. What a dickhead getting away with that. You know, I'd love to see you do that with something else and have the have the, the audacity to put that out. Would you yeah. put that out about um about a religion, about um uh, sexual orientation? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, would yeah, you? Yeah. No, you would not. No chance. But it's okay to be classes like that. And you know, you are from a place like I'm from, you know what I mean? So um there is a working class culture and it's developed as well because of now this doesn't give excuses for, for stupid shit, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But there is like I don't know, we just people when they're put into places they start to grow and they start to figure the stuff out themselves and my area Jobstown was very deprived uh, when they built the houses even before I was born there was no shopping centres there was no schools there was no they built the houses and they didn't build the infrastructure figure it out yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm dealing with the same problem in the council I'm 35 now this was happening before I was born <laughs> in the council now you look at CUS they put up all of these they went against all the development plans Yeah, they, they created a team I know probably Kenny probably didn't talk about this when he was on, but, <laughs> but I'll definitely talk about it. So they created a thing called an SHD project, which, um, so um, the, 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 the development project would have been, if you were a developer and you came and you presented 100 houses to build, right. you skipped the planning permission, basically, where it was at council level. Okay. So you didn't have to go through council. Oh, if I didn't want this in my housing estate, it would have no been say. like, so what? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're saving the housing crisis, okay? So like anything... Don't give this government any sort of crisis because they will make a bag of money out of it. Yeah. And they built all of these apartments. So they went against the local development plan, which was the, the height of the building. So they went up as high as they could. The Lewis line now in the morning is packed. The traffic is crazy. The place is in the school trying to get a doctor's appointment. And it's, it's like, so they're building the housing force before the infrastructure. Yeah, you know yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so they're still doing a lot of these mistakes. But the SHD project to me was a scam to to give a free reign, basically, to, to, to developers to be able to build as many. And they'll go, well, they have to live somewhere. Okay, we should have created a like a, a national building company and we should have built the houses on social yeah, land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like 10%. So if you build 100 of these houses, 10% will go to social housing. Yeah. So you're on 90% there. Probably affordable housing. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Listen to this. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out still. Maybe you can help me. We might be able to help you. Maybe not. Ten percent are social, 
and 20% are affordable housing. What's the other 70%? If they're admitting that this is affordable, what's the other 70%? Yeah, yeah. Unaffordable housing. Yeah, unaffordable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that on the people though, you know? It's unaffordable housing because they would have created affordable housing. There's, there's, there's houses going down your way basically on an affordable housing scheme um, in Clonburris and all this kind of yeah, area. Yeah. Back of your house. Yeah. Yeah. Back of your house. Or up to like 300 grand, lads. Oh, and, then, and then there's ideas that, right, when you pay it off, you can give us the other 60 grand at the end. <laughs> there's other plans coming out that, and this is, these are, these are opposition plans as well. You actually don't own the land under your house. We own that, and we'll take it off the price of your house. Right, so I'm going to build my house on your land, and you own it, and then I can buy the land back maybe in a uh, while. These are the ideas that are coming yeah. about, rather than like, just a lot, like they say that the, the tenant in situ scheme, right? So there's a tenant in situ scheme, which basically means that um, I came up with this idea. I don't care what anybody says. Right? Now, the, project, the, pro the project was already created, but the idea of, like, why aren't we doing this? In right. January, I put a motion into the council right, saying, we need to be buying the houses off the landlords who want to sell them, who already have people in them on HAP or RAS, so mm -hmm. social housing, basically, and to make a social housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it links in with the idea of, not that we're all social housing, they're all private housing, and it creates this divide. When we were kids, it's the way it was done. And the social housing housing state, you didn't let your kids play with them kids, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, now, they, because of the integration, basically, there's, they, they mix social housing with private housing. Yep. But even when they're building these projects, sometimes the building over there, which one's the social housing? You want 100% of people know where the social housing yeah, is. They yeah. block them in, they do exactly what they, they fence their off. And, and fairness to some councillors, they fight really well to stop this from happening. But, um, they, they, they tended to sit to scheme. So I passed this motion. At the time, there was only ever one house in that year bought through uh, this scheme. And I'm like, what? There's 300 bought now. 300. So 300 <laughs> houses that were landlords wanted to sell back to the, to the, to the council, basically, to make social housing. They already had the person in it. Yeah. Some people living there 14 years. Little old Paddy pushed something forward. But listen... You won't hear this stuff on the newspapers. No, right? no, no, no. I did this in January. <laughs> I did this, uh, this, this, this motion in January and it passed unanimously in South Dublin County Council. And then in March, I hear uh, Leo and, uh, and old Michal, best of the mates, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so what we need to be doing now is we need to be buying these houses off the tents. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 genius. Like, where did you get that idea from? Where did you get that from? <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, now I won't claim all of the others. So that council's doing great uh, work on it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. let me tell you one thing. There's 300 people living in houses because of the idea of that upstart of like, let's get the housing sorted. There's many ways to skin a cat, you know? Yeah. And these things, build houses, build houses, build houses. It's not all that. There's a lot of houses sitting around here that are taking a lot of time to get turned around. Private houses get turned around in about three weeks mm. uh, to get fixed. Right. Sometimes it can take six months for a social house. Easy, yeah. So all these boarded up houses and all, it's frustrating for people to be walking by, can't afford a house. No, actually can't afford a house, but not in this country. You just people going, we can't afford a house. Like, how much have you got? Well, I've got 50 grand saved. And I'm, ah, how could you not afford a house? Yeah. You know, so. Ah, it's yeah. a shit show. Even in Bonog, where we live, it, there's about four building sites within two minutes of Oh, yeah. You behind the house. You plant the right. flowers your backyard and you wake up, there's an apartment block behind <laughs> you. Like, and yet there's still a fucking housing crisis. Like, yeah, and, you, and you know what you'll see as well? You'll see a lot of the, uh, if you put the percentage in of, of, of who takes social housing, mm. basically, then you'll see it's Tallet and Clondalkin and, yeah, yeah. and like Bingless and these areas and all of like, And then there's like these areas that are like, oh no. Not like, there, yeah. That was a situation up where there was a vote to build 12 houses on council land, but basically it was being used as a football club or something like that. And um, th there was being a promise that you don't own this land that we're going to be coming back and build it. And one of the first things on it was like, 
No, because of antisocial behaviour. And I'm saying, okay, so a pregnant woman moves into one of these houses and you've automatically said because it's social housing that this is going to create antisocial behaviour. Okay, I don't agree with that. What's and, that saying, yeah? And social housing and social schemes and all this kind of thing is an investment in, um, is in our country in a way. Mm. Now, it needs to be respected. And that's another thing we can go on to now in a second. It needs to be respected. So, say my mother. My mother would have availed, basically, of, of social housing and stuff like that. And, 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 and But then, she probably wouldn't have been given back as much. Yeah. But then she created me as well. And then the idea is, like, I employ a lot of people now. Mm. I, I, I pay a lot of tax. I, I help a lot in my community. I... So it's an investment into the yeah, future yeah, yeah. of what's going to come, you know what I mean? But then I'm not into people taking the piss out of it either. Mm. But then I'm not into people running it on elections for it as well. Remember, your Taoiseach ran on welfare cheats cheat us all. Yeah, yeah. He it's ran on that. Crazy, and that was a direction towards only thing. But then if we had a conversation about, say, I don't know, say if somebody came into the country and um, we've had relatively conversations where some people have created horrific crimes the last little while and, mm -hmm. and they were on and it was like, you can't be saying that. Don't be saying that. And it's like, well, I have a memory and I remember the T-Shock saying that welfare cheats cheat us all. So why haven't some of these people been walking that yeah. committed horrific time, crimes? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? It needs to be a question to be asked. Unfortunately, not allowed to ask these yeah. kinds of questions these days without the bleeding backlash that comes with it. This is it. They won't even have a debate and stuff like this. And, and the, the sad part is about this right, is that people that do come to, say, Ireland, uh, this country, and uh, they come the right ways and they come seeking refuge and stuff like that. And, and, and we are the Cade Meade of Fulcher. We welcome people mm. into this country and we always have. It's, um, it's them people that suffer as well yeah. when we fill up the boat. So I'll try and make this like um, a, a way. Imagine this being uh, the Titanic. And we were on a lifeboat in a way because that's the way Ireland is at the moment. Mm. We ain't on a big, huge ship. Um, we've got lots of housing problems. We've got lots of um, social problems. We've got mental health problems. We've mm. got housing, homeless, and medical medical lists. We could go on for a million years of the list of what we have problems, right? And we're going back to the people in the water. We cannot take everybody on the boat. And it's actually going to be terrible leadership to say that we can't. Yeah, yeah. Because... We're all going to die. <coughs> so imagine the guy on that boat is the leader and we're sailing back and he's like, we're taking everybody. Even if this ship sinks, we are going down mm -hmm. with it. That's not the leadership I'm looking for. It yes. would take a good leader to actually say, you know, hold on. Like they said at the time, like women and children and, and, and so on. And, and that's why I would agree with it that way. So um, this country in 2022 had an increase. Now, this is not me saying, it's not fake news. Go on to RTE, because they actually <laughs> said it. It's a 415% through the IPAS system in this country. So IPAS is international protection, okay? And if you, someone is coming here for international protection, absolutely, let's extend that KB to Fulcher and welcome them in. But a big percentage of the countries that a lot of people are coming from are, are, are designated as safe by that country as well. So 20% of, 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 of influx in this IPAS system was uh, people from Georgia, okay? Now, I run a gym. We have people coming in that, like, basically are, are international protection or whatever it is and stuff yeah, like that. And yeah, yeah. Some of them, it's like, no, you're, you, you're not running for your life. And, and they'd be like, oh, I'll just bounce. <laughs> you know, yeah. the way. I'm not going to grass them up either, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had a 415% increase in 2022. Jeez, um, year on year, just from 2021, is it? In one year, <sighs> it increased by 415%, right? Let that sink in. Jeez. So, and the reason why, people go, well, why is that? Air government is blurring the lines, and it's so sad to see, because what happens is the people that do genuinely come here, and the people who walk in their hospitals, the absolute heroes, angels on this earth that are Filipino, that, are, that come to this country, mm -hmm. 
I would I would stand in front of a bullet for them people. Mm. And I'm yeah. telling you that now. But why our country is doing is they blended everything together. And and then people get confused and people start going, right, well, hold on. And then say you, the Ukrainian people that came here, they came here on a different project. Mm-hmm. iPass is a little bit different. Okay. iPass is a situation where you can land here without a passport. <coughs> you can claim asylum. Right. Okay. Um, and if you claim asylum, you have to go to the iPass center in, uh, uh, in, in town, basically, and present and fill in your paperwork and stuff like this. Um, and then your application will be processed and you will go to court. And if it's accepted, you will be uh, accepted as a, as, a, as, a, as a refugee. And if it's not, <coughs> they'll ask you to go home. But go home yourself. Oh, you deploy yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you have yeah, to go yeah. to the airport now and get a photo. And, yeah, and they yeah. don't really have a system basically to, to manage that, yeah. To count this either. So um mm. my information is coming from the, the questions that I'm watching being asked to, to the justice minister. Mm-hmm. Um and the answers are not there. So Yeah, they don't have if, the answers. Yeah. If someone's saying to me, Paddy, can't believe you're saying that's misinformation. So I'm looking for the information. I'm not looking to have a conversation because I don't hate anybody. But I do love my country and I love Ireland and anyone who wants to call this Ireland their home and they're willing to work to make that happen, I love them too. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a, a play, we don't have room now uh, and our own, and Leo Radker just said this a while ago, they play both sides of the coin yeah, in a yeah. way. He said, well, actually we have taken in our fair share and, and these will definitely be used for soundbites come November when oh, it comes to the election. That, yeah, yeah. And they did the same during COVID when they, he said, oh, I, won't, I won't mix the both conversations because it would get them thing. But just angry. <laughs> it is, you know, it's just a, don't, I, don't, I want to try and use this moment here to actually explain to people that. Yeah, um, please do. Be very careful where you put your anger or, where, or who takes your peace of mind. Um, because you might think that they're on your side, but they might not be. The mm. other side could be running them too. Who knows? You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> be open to everything and be yourself. Be a good person, first of all. Be open minded. And don't fall in with this crowd thinking like, uh, that, like, right, we hate everybody. Every, no, we don't. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we shouldn't hate anybody, but we should be allowed to have a conversation about immigration in our country and about the, the, the lack of accountability for it. Um, and yeah. and that, that should be right, you know what I mean? And that's, that's, that, that should be allowed, that should be in a democracy, you know? Like, um, Big time. Uh, Carol Nolan was shouted down, uh, shout out to her TD. Um, we probably wouldn't agree on everything, but on this one, they... There's a female TD in the in the in the, the, the thing was the, the Senate at that time, and, and they basically were like, "Don't you say that? You're going to create social uh, social cohesion. Basically, you're going to cross trouble. You're walking a very thin line." And there's some of the lines oh yeah, they you've got male politicians saying to her, "You know what I mean?" As in like, "Be very careful how you talk around here." Like, she's elected. She's elected for Leisha Offley. Shut your mouth and let her talk. And let the other people, let the people speak about it because I'll finish on this on the kind of government thing is because yeah, yeah. always remember and people forget this they work for us. Yeah. There's an article <clears throat> six in the Constitution that says <clears throat> that we have basically the the ability to designate our rulers. So if you look at it, the word rulers is taken literal, and then they get to make the decisions on what the common good is. Yeah. And in the future, this is something we need to change. We need to change like we fought a rulership and an empire to get away from rulership, to get a contract, which is a constitution, to then elect more rulers. Let's take that word out. Let's mm. change that one, yeah? Now listen, if I end up missing because I said that, <laughs> funny, no, no. Yeah, but that was the part when Paddy Hewlihan um, saw his face. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was at this moment. Should have, stopped, should have stopped talking. But I read the constitution and I'm, and I'm not stupid. That's it. And the, but they treat you like you are. And I think, yeah, as you are yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
yeah, you just kind of go from one fucking prison cell to a different one, but yeah, still grilled in the same way, just by different people. This is it. And as you were saying, like the fucking, like the sign, <laughs> the essence of a healthy democracy is you can have one view, I can have another, he can have another, none of them alone. And we say, we disagree. That's all right. Go for a point anyway. And like, these days, like it's having war, a different opinion it? is, yeah, yeah. yeah, like the battle lines are drawn and if yeah, he's on yeah. this side, I can't fuck with him and he's not killed with me because he thinks mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's mental. That's where it grows. So does it, uh, that's uh, if you uh, in a democracy where you're in, a, in an environment where you can't debate and you can't have mm. a conversation, basically means that mm. um, you're, you're not you're in a controllership basically. So you're being controlled. Then uh, it, there's growth in what mean you can have a conversation and disagree. It's like there's many people who disagree, but there's loads of people I agree with. And now I'm actually starting to have that conversation with people on say Instagram or whatever. We get back to people. We yeah. talk to people. People, people. I can't believe you got back. And it's like if you were giving me a chance here to educate you and actually show you, this is not my my opinion. This is not my like. Well, this is what I believe we should be doing. I have no, no want for power yeah, or any yeah. of these things. I'm telling you. Uh, there's a scene in Gladiator, basically, where he says, so you just take... What a movie. Yeah, what a movie, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> I love it. Next Child, Maximus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maximus, yeah. Maximus. What a film. But he says, and it basically says, so you would do all of this and you would get the power and you would return Rome as, as towards the Republic yeah. and you would just give it back to the people? And he said, yeah, because that was the wish of a dying man. Basically, mm-hmm. I have. I don't want it. People say you should be Taoiseach, you should be President Paddy, and stuff like that. I want to create where the pendulum of democracy stops swinging mm. and starts from the left. It's like right, it's on the left, and then they start fighting and they start doing so much wrong that all of a sudden it starts swinging, 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 and then we end up on the right, and then they start doing it wrong. Yeah, and swing, yeah, swing, yeah. Swing, 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 swing. Back to the left. Yeah. So I'll have a little. You can snip it even this little bit. You know what I mean? It's a good kind of thing. In the process of it all, on the left side. There's 15% and they're absolute nuts. There's on the right side, there's 15% and they're absolute nuts, right? Both of them people will never ever agree with each other. They yeah. won't even have a conversation with each other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the 70%, there's us. The people who walk, the people who actually are out there. I'm not saying they they, they don't walk either, but we're just going to walk, just, just living our life. Oh, I'm not into politics, party, you know. Yeah, that yeah. 70% of the people is actually where all of the power is in. Yes. And they're, they're, the, the biggest non-voters because they don't believe in the system in the ideas and we don't blame them either the, the game in a way is it's not understood as much now we actually have a really good democracy system in this with the transfers and the idea of that but, mm-hmm. but understanding that as a whole of that game yeah, um, yeah. and I know that I was in the in the counting centre in City West I topped the poll in a thing but the media were able to make people nearly believe that I wasn't elected anymore really? so people saying to me like, so, so you got kicked out of Sinn Féin you're like, no we left Sinn Féin I said, we left Sinn Féin after a year and I just didn't renew my membership. And it's like, why? Because I gave them a season to see what it was like. I own that seat. That mm. seat in that council is mine. We ran for that. That's the people's seat. And they're like, so people are at the opposite idea. Like, yeah, yeah. they can't have seats without parties. No! Yeah, yeah. Parties can't exist without seats. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? As someone who has little to no knowledge of politics, even that, I That's didn't even know this. Yeah. Yeah. Talking, talking to the right yeah. man. <laughs> talking to the right man, because I've been spending the last five years get, uh, um, getting really up to date on this, and, and my grandfather, Lord rest his soul, would have was preparing me for a role that I didn't even know. <laughs> he was talking about this stuff, and I'm like, oh, you just want to be chilling here with you. We've not into this. Any custard? <laughs> <laughs> I love the telly there, really. Yeah, he used to put custard and jelly yeah. under the sink and I used to be like, any minute now, he's going to break that custard out. <laughs> you know, but he was actually preparing me for a role and I'm standing in the count centre and the count and the people are like, right, you're not to get a number two there, Paddy. You're not to get a number three there. I'm looking at them going, you're a loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Why would you want one uh, uh, number twos and threes? Vote number one. That's what we want. Like we're watching The Simpsons. It's like vote number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where in some places that's how it works. It's called force past the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Whoever, oh, whoever gets the most of my wounds wins. I like that system. But in Ireland, it's different. You can vote for Fianna Fáil, Sinn Féin, Labour, all on the same Wait, ballot. 11 or 12 different 11 or 12, yeah. And then some people think that you have, like, and they, some crannies go to the door and go, you have to fill them all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you always get yeah, a vote yeah, off yeah, each yeah. other. So it's a snaky system where, here's my idea, right? People go, who should I vote for? Find somebody in your community, right? who represents the community and is running as an independent, okay? If they have a party under them or around them, we believe this the hard way, they won't be able to say anything. They won't even be able to vote against what's yeah, going on. Right, yeah, so yeah. if you go into the doll say, they had a vote for no confidence, right? Yeah. Sinn Féin called this, and I'm like, why? Why? And people are like, because maybe, just maybe. I'm like, no, it's yeah. not going to happen. Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael aren't going to vote against No, this. the reason, they, they can't. They have to go with the party. Right. The party whip. I mean, now, I'll go as far as to say it's illegal, but it's like you will lose a lot of like you you, you, don't, you cannot go against the party, yeah. basically. That's it in the party whip. And if you do, you're rogue, then make your life live in hell. You will not be running on that ticket again. Right? Mm. So all of a sudden we end up with in the democracy, if we have three parties, we're getting led by three people. <laughs> yeah. The leaders of their parties. So this is what we need to do. Okay, this is my their plan that we have and say that this should work. People talk about revolution and stuff like that, right? The revolution that people have in their mind is the revolution of 1916. Mm -hmm. 1916 won us the ability to democracy, basically, to actually to be able to have these conversations. And then I had someone in the council the other day going, but we could have got home rule. And then it's like, away out of that, will it? Like, if you know about home rule, it was like, we get to rule our country, but England owns it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, but we won <laughs> democracy, right? But everyone associates rebellion and a thing with, with what them lads did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them lads stopped there and surrendered and stuff like that because they didn't want citizens getting hurt. They didn't want the, 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 the country being smashed up. They were very different people. They didn't really agree with each other on a lot of stuff. So Patrick Pierce and um, say, um, um, James Connolly, they probably wouldn't agree with each other. Right, okay. James Connolly had, a, uh, had a, the, the, the workers' union and, the, and the, the, the Labour, basically, and that kind of stuff. And he was, people go, like, he's a socialist. He was a nationalist socialist. <laughs> it was James Connolly, basically. Right, yeah, right? yeah. And people go, in the, in, the, in the council there the other day, oh, he was voting to, um, wait, they voted against this, to float the flag from the 3rd of May to the 12th of May at half-mast, right? in representation of the honour of the people who died in 1916, the leaders. Somebody said to me, that's very nationalist. To, to commemorate the people who got you your seat that you were sitting there for, you wouldn't have that seat if it wasn't for people like Padraig Pearson and people that actually got together and put their differences aside. Mm. And they actually said it was too nationalist to represent the... the, 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 the. We live in too diverse, uh, diverse of a community now. And offend people, basically. Like, no way. No mm. way. Like, Padre Pierce said, this is Ireland. Outside Ireland, this will always be Ireland. People go, it's never going to... Let me tell you, I've been in Boston, I've been in these places. This will always be Ireland. Yeah. If it's not Ireland in Ireland, the view of being Ireland outside <laughs> is massive. You know, it's like, you're Irish, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm Irish, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so we'll always, Ireland will always have that essence in the world. So, back to my part of like... This country needs to be represented by the industries and the the industri industrials industrial places. Okay, so um, imagine that was seats reserved for the nurses, the police, the army, the fisheries, the farmers, mm -hmm. the industries that were recognised. And and we learned through COVID how important they all were: distribution, yeah, yeah. the truckers, all this kind of stuff. Right, and them little industries had their own little elections to basically put people forward for the election. Okay. There was seats reserved for the industries. So you have somebody representing, say, agriculture, that is, um, that's an actual farmer. And there's a big, there, there can be parties too, but people think that Sinn Féin are going to go in and win the next election. They will have to double in size, which is probably 
un, it's an unrealistic view. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. They'll have to run 80 candidates and get 80 candidates more in at the yeah, same yeah. time where their biggest ever election was 40 odd just gone. Mm. And that was, that was tipping the poll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to double that. So what are they going to do? Are they going to go with Fianna Fáil? Are they going <laughs> to go with Fianna Gael? Or are they going to go with, I don't know, that bleeding radical people yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. that was sort of COVID they were like we want more COVID we want COVID on steroids we've seen what they're like you know what I mean that way and it's, it's madness it's madness what's going on so imagine we had that where a party had to basically go into these votes that we're talking about with Helen McEntee the vote of no confidence and no one knows who we're going to vote no one knows who he's going to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, No one yeah, knows yeah, who that yeah. person's going to vote. Now all so of so an actual vote. <laughs> a real vote. Oh, you, put, you might start acting like a proper minister so you didn't ever end up in these situations. Right. Yeah. Because if you were a minister and you know, no matter what happens here, no matter what goes on, and no matter if they call a vote for no confidence, I'm going to sit there with a smile on my face and be yeah. like, and what are you going to do about it? There's yeah. no accountability That's there. playing schoolyard bullying stuff. Yeah, it? this is it. You're dead right. And that's what these are like. And see, if you don't agree with it, they'll do exactly what a schoolyard bully does. They'll bully you. But let me tell you, I cannot be bullied. <laughs> I am unbullyable. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be bullied. And I, I, like will not, I will not see other people bullied either. That's, mm. that's, that's mm. who we are. You know what I mean? Hulahan um, is a hooligan hand, which means proud, which means, it, our motto is, you can Google it, is for the home, for the family, for the country. So I was born for this role is where I am. So, and as I said, whatever's guiding me into it, I'm here. I'm here now for a reason. And I'm educating myself and, and I ain't getting run out by people who had not even a morsel of the troublesome life I had or experience I had in life. And I will not be able to represent some other communities, I understand, because maybe you don't have enough understanding there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. won't. Earlier, yeah. The massive 70% of the people, I think I speak to them. Mm-hmm. And I think... A big, uh, a, a big part of uh, being, being who you are, representative, is actually understanding what the people want and what you represent. Seems like a simple enough ask, doesn't it? There's <laughs> <laughs> five million people here, seven million with the North, say, right? Yeah, yeah. right yeah. This is an island. There's places in America that are bigger than their country yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're being ruled in, 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 in a decent way. Mm. We have the ability, being the mighty Irish all over the world, to take, right, we're going to put the that the Irish light in the sky help right? and it's actually happening now so I'll go into the hate speech bill now in a second oh, don't yeah, sound I too to boring here that, but yeah, I want yeah. to try and educate you on it and keep it as I don't know, entertaining as possible I suppose yeah, yeah? <laughs> so the, the the media outside this country is absolutely like oh, what? what's going on there oh my god they're going to pass that because they yeah. actually understand what's going on in, and Irish people they're the same so the people who live here are, are, are kind of starting to go oh, we don't want that even they don't want that the only people that want this are our government and the NGOs that don't have a job if they don't listen to our government yes. because yeah, they yeah, need yeah. to create these things. So if you go to basically, you've got Tucker Carlson, you've got you've got all people talking about basically what is going on. You've got Elon Musk heavily into this. I've seen that. And yeah. if they don't like them, you know they'll say to you? Yeah, but he, we, we don't like him. Yeah. yeah and you're far right now for saying that. Yeah, yeah, and even yeah. for even liking his post. We've seen you like that. <laughs> you retweet that, yeah. yeah. And, that, and you know what happened to some people? Ah, and they'll show you away. Hey. But it's like, go back to the schoolyard. Shut your mouth. Shut up. Talk to me like that. I like who I want. I like whatever post that we want. And I listen to the devil if he's telling the truth. That's me. Yeah, people are like, you can't, you can't share that. You can't post that. Like, mm. like, oh, this first, this started, it happened early, basically, when, say, I was in Sinn Féin. I'm looking around and go, ah, 
I say whatever I want. I say whatever I want. And the big kind of kind of fallout there. I'm not fallout, but yeah, yeah. A woman had opened up our salon or something like that, and she had to feed our kids and stuff like that and all. And we put a post up saying, Do you know what? Fair play to her. Fair play to her. She just said, okay, she went for it. She had to open it up, she had to open it. And then I got messages saying, take that down. Don't we don't support that. And I'm like, well, good luck to you. We're like, oh, I do. <laughs> That's it. And it's like, all right. <laughs> don't give me them boys. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't do that. Or you'll be me and I'll be saying whatever I want. And if I'm wrong, I will hold my hands up. Yeah. Hold my hand and say, do you know what? I was, I was wrong there. Or yeah. I, I, I should, I maybe, I slipped up there. Or maybe I, I had better words for that. And I've done that and I've held my hands up. And yeah, yeah. that's how it works. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Um, it's a slippy, slippy slope that this country's in now in the idea of where we're going. So, um, will I get into the hate speech bill? Please do, because I've seen a lot about this on social media the last couple of days. And Why is it? Because I don't even know. It, what that's exactly it. I don't even know what it is. I've just seen <laughs> loads of stuff being shared. Like, are Ireland actually going to pass this? Is this actually coming in? I was like, I don't even know what we're talking about here. But. This is heavy. This is heavy, right? And this, so. That horrific situation that happened in air uh, thing and, and all of our prayers and our, and our thoughts should be with them children. We should we don't have updates on, on how them children were mm. after that day that happened that day 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 that 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 we have people kind of arguing online. It's like, well, this person with that, and it's like, listen here, don't. If you're getting caught up in, the, in them, them, them arguments, like that, that's going to take away from this main thing here that that we had a horrific situation in this country where children were, were stabbed mm -hmm. basically in broad daylight on the way to school. That should be one of the only conversations yep. that we yeah. should be having now. They should be the only updates we're getting. Mm. But unfortunately, not our government has used this to fuel something that they've always dreamt of, which is the hate speech bill. So back in May, you go to my Instagram, I done a project called a letter to the president because this had passed four stages of the doll. Okay. But it was held up in, in the Shannon, right? Now I'll tell you the, the reason why. So you see hate speech on the tin, you're like, yeah, well, I don't agree with calling people bad names, and I don't either, or insulting people on race or gender or, or sexual orientation. Absolutely not. I don't agree with any of that. But that's not what this bill is. Right, okay. Right? That's not what it says on the tin. That's what yeah. it's Trojan horse is what I've called it. Yes. And I said this in the video in May. A lot of traction got to that, basically. It was about, this government are not listening to us, so let's go straight to the president. And I got children and, and all of this to kind of explain that, like, uh, say no to, uh, we say no to the, 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 hate, the, the bill of hate, basically. Um, right? Um, the, the president has the job to be able to set, sign the bill or send it to the Supreme Court. He has little power outside that. Mm -hmm. But sending it to the Supreme Court is massive because what happens is that it gets scrutinised properly. So it will be taken apart by absolute professionals. Right, yeah. When people yeah. have read this bill, professionals already, it does not define the word hate. So basically, if you walk into a room and say, ladies and gentlemen, and four people decide that that was hate, and they go to the police station and said that you had hate speech in a room full of people, basically... The police are going to have to investigate that now. Right. And let me tell you one thing. When you start getting investigated and now you have a job or, or maybe you're a counsellor or maybe you're something else, but now you're under investigation from the police. And now you try to go to America. And, and all of these things that people aren't even talking yes. about, you're under investigation yeah, for yeah, hate speech, yeah. incitement. But we have laws for these things. So the riots, I'll go to the riots, but a prayer should always be with the people and our updates of them children that they should be only taught that we should be happy, having across this world and how it should never happen again. And the man who did this should feel the full raft of the law mm. and, and his name be released and stuff like that. Now, yeah. if it's to protect the children and stuff, I understand, but let's not hold on to this for a long, long time. 
we are not hearing about the updates on these children and these care no. workers and stuff like that. So um, let's reserve the time for that. Now, I'll go on to the... Do we need hate speech laws for a few lads that broke windows and burnt the lose? Do we agree with any of that? Absolutely not. This is my... This is what I love this town. To harm this town to think that you are harming the government makes no absolute no sense to me. They don't drive the loose. They don't yeah, ride on the yeah, loose. Yeah, yeah. They don't go on the bus. They don't shop in that shop that you smashed the window on. You know what I mean? So we would ask the, we'd ask the motivations of these people, like, what were you trying to do? And then... You, you, it's made out that basically, like I've seen the videos, it was it was white Irish people, it was black Irish people, it was it was probably foreign people too. It was everybody was taking advantage of that situation mm. as well, mm -hmm. and there was people in there protesting. So like anything, a big collusionation of together, yeah, like, yeah. just like the Rocket Man during COVID. Remember, the the <laughs> the guy that got hit with a rocket, and now that's it, we're banning yeah. protests because yeah, one guy yeah, shot yeah, a yeah. firework, right? Shouldn't have shot that firework either. Don't condone that, and I don't condone smashing up this city. Let me tell you one thing what I don't do. There's laws for that. There's laws for criminal damage. There's laws for incitement. There's laws for all of this. So, um, say my friend, some bullshit case that they're trying to bring against Connor or whatever which way I've, uh, I've read in the newspaper that oh, they said, yeah, it's yeah. like, so if you don't have laws for this, how could you be investigating someone on incitement or whatever mm, it is? Mm. You already have laws for that. So don't give me that bullshit on that, you know? And then public order, all of the people, should they be imprisoned for breaking windows and burning things and stuff? Yeah, or you understand their anger. You need to get that together. Do you know what I mean? You need to get that together. But what should not happen, number three in all of this is, our government should not be using this to push a dream that they have had way before this. They want, they have this bill ready. They're not creating this bill now because of what happened. Just off the back of that, yeah. So Seize using moment, this, yeah. and let's remember here, children were stabbed in broad daylight on Dublin Street, and our government are bringing in hate speech bills for that. That makes no sense. Uh, it's like, well, the people after it, they, they, we, we, we heard a message, a WhatsApp message, and the message said this and that. But when Leo was being investigated, all of the WhatsApp messages were just discarded to the side yeah, as, yeah. I'm not listening to WhatsApp messages. And apparently these people were talking to these messages about direct provision and, and making money and stuff. Go have a look at the messages again if you want to have a look at that. So I'm not in it. I don't, I, don't wanna, I don't play ball where it can bounce either way and, yeah, and that's yeah. okay. So I go back to the welfare cheats thing and then all of a sudden, we have a situation where if anybody mentions that the guy who did stab these children had not walked, or the guy who stabbed Ashley Murphy um, had not walked, or had not contributed for 10 years, people go, that's not, you can't be talking about, you can't be saying that. It's like, maybe we should, maybe, maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't, but you can't choose both of them. Yeah, you can't You can't choose, you know what I mean? Yeah, where yeah. The classism part, or, no, that's mm. racist now, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is, a, this is a hard conversation, so we just... I hope, I hope the newspaper don't whip it apart and that's what they did with one of my podcasts before and I'm actually I'm saying sure. at the start of it, now listen, this isn't real because <laughs> one person would cut this part out and then they cut that part out, guys. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't suit the agenda, so. On my own, disclaimer, my on my days. own podcast, only control, they cut that part out and play the rest of it. Doesn't shock me. And it's like, fuck you. Watch, you'll see. We won't cut it out. you watch what we do. So, the hate speech bill. They do not define hate in the hate speech bill. So basically, they have no definition for that. So if you go to court, and someone says, I feel a hateful because he, I don't know, plugged that word in the wrong way. <laughs> it has to be described in court now whether that was hateful or whether it was not. Yeah, this yeah. is a quagmire for the courts. Air courts are already backed up. Yeah, and then yeah. what are we going to do? Prison these people? We don't have any room in the prisons. Yeah. <laughs> the prisons are all full. So them using the stabbing of them children as a, a, a way of getting this bill through when 75% of the public in public consultation said no to this bill. Okay. 74% of people that were asked in a public consultation 
said no. Okay, it's all on my video that I said it. I, I, I'm talking about this in May, mm -hmm. sitting in a little park having a conversation, and that's it's a letter to the president basically. So people are saying to me, What can we do now, Paddy? I don't really know because if you see the hell of McEntee, let me tell you one thing they have the numbers to get this through now, and the other sides are the oppositions and all are afraid, but like, No, but they're gonna say that we're racist, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And anyway, right. you know, we should have no place for that in any society of, 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 of racism. We should never have any place for that and, and I'll fight for that to the death. Yep. Nobody yep. should ever be able to do this. But we shouldn't have people where they're able to whip people with that and they're afraid to speak now because yeah, people are going to yeah. label them as that. We need to be able to have conversations. We need to be able to have the debate. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? There needs to be like... Um, needs to be dip diplomatic through that, the diplomatic process through that way we can actually have them conversations. So um, the other part about the hate speech bill is the police can come into your house with a warrant on suspicion of you having hateful material, okay, even if you didn't publish it. Right. And they can take your phones, they can take your laptops, they can take everything. And if you refuse to give them the codes off this, you get 12 months in prison. And everybody's laptop gets taken, your ma's phone, everybody's phone, okay. And I don't know if you have conversations with people who have been, um, their phones have been taken by the police and stuff like that. Sometimes you don't get them back for months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who are you argue with? Your house gets raided. You, you know what I mean? The and they don't yeah, get them yeah, back yeah. for months. Or your, your laptop or your DVR off your, your, your camera or whatever. Doesn't, you don't get that off for months. Do you know what I mean? Um, which is madness. And if you don't give them the code to it, they, go, they can go in and listen to watch your uh, message. You're having conversations with your girlfriend now if you, they want to. Right, yeah, yeah. No. Not over my dead body. Or if you have a piece of material a meme that they just seemed hateful, they said, okay, we really feel this hateful. You have to prove that you weren't going to publish that. So what happens is the onus <laughs> of proof, remember, like innocent until proven, proven guilty. guilty yeah. Whoop, flipped. that's reversed. Yeah, it gets flipped all the way around. Guilty you are now proven guilty until proven innocent in a way. And let's not forget, people go, well, if you don't have at the Hoyt Paddy, well, then you shouldn't have any problems with it. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. like saying, then, if you don't have at the say, you should just shut up. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't work with that. You know what I mean? In a way. So we don't have anything to hide. It's the same with the, 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 the cashless thing that I'm on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, cashless in this society, I hope every single one of you in this room is using cash from now. And it's not a mad conspiracy. You're going to see. I've done lots of campaigns. As long as on the this tax man's not watching. As long as the tax man's not watching. People say that as well. That's a great yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. response that, that people say. And I say, let me tell you one thing you can get cash. Take it out of your bank account. Your tax man has already been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already seen it. It's not like it, we're not talking about getting paid in cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and people yeah. get the same again. Oh, it gets mixed into the quagmire. It's like, well, if you deal with cash, you must be a drug dealer or a criminal. Mm. And that's what gets saying. And then it's like, no, because who who benefits from a cashless society? The government. Yep. The banks. The big cozy club that's always been there. The one that got bailed out uh, mm -hmm. way back oh. when all the people were left to to, to, to die, the yeah. And the same people are running the country who bailed them out. You have uh, Mion Martin and Aaron oh, Ryan. They Stoozy. sat at the table and bailed us out in the middle of the night. Bailed the banks out in the middle of the night and yeah. left the people going. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the, uh, in the night, they, they they robbed their country. They robbed their people, basically, and they gave it to the banks. They, they jailed a few bankers, but let me tell you, we need to jail a few politicians. That's what needs to happen. We need to make some room and we need to jail a few politicians because there can't be any accountability because the votes are always... They're always knowing what's going to happen. It's rigged in the favour, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how can you run? Uh, how can you run as a, a minister for justice and not do everything that you want to do, knowing that even when it comes down to it, you have to get voted out by the people in there, not the people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and that's where we're at. So that's so, a scary place to be, man. Jesus, it's a perfect storm to game or control, isn't it? And there's a word you used 
two or three times there, which was sense. I like, there's no fucking sense. No like, sense it's fully it. fucked, isn't it? Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> they're, trying to, they're, trying, they're trying to make it out that we are absolutely stupid and that there's like, like that, 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 that. The, cli- the political class is a class of its own in this country and it's like they think they're born of a special womb like mm. uh, Macbeth or something like that. Yeah. They are not, you know what I mean? They are people like me and you. And to be honest, they're probably the sons of the sons of the sons now. Yeah. Where I ain't, I'm fresh blood in here, you know what I mean? I'm fresh new, you know what mm. I mean? In the way of like, my mind is open um, to, to all different possibilities. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, you don't know politics. That's probably a good thing. I mean, we don't know how to play corrupt. We don't know how to, to, yeah, to, to yeah. check in all the expenses all the time and all. Maybe we do lose out on it because we've got a clue about expenses. Yeah, all. yeah. The council you got expenses, people have it down to a T. Ah, yeah. 100%. I kind of got it in the end, like where I was like, right, maybe I should for my phone and stuff like that. You, know, you can get your office done up every year for four grand and stuff like this. You know, there's mad stuff going on with expenses. <laughs> so and I, I'd be, I'd be like, no, we need to take it back where it's not a, play, yeah, it's not a role yeah, that yeah. is, is gained. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the last thing I want to, you talked about control and about sense. So there's another thing people need to keep their eye on, the WHO treaty, basically. So in May, there's going to be a vote on the WHO treaty. Our government have already said that, oh, yeah, no, we're, we're sound with that. Yeah. Do you know what that means? No. Nope. So the WHO treaty means that if they declare a pandemic, they take the reins of all the countries. So right. we'll have the boys spitting the dog on. We can't do anything about it. Yeah, like yeah, they were in COVID yeah. going, well, we just have to follow the WHO and the unelected Houlihan fella who ruined the bleeding name, he, must, <laughs> he needs to check out what that name means and, and, and come back in, tweeting from his car, I'm not rope with the people out on the street here or not. No one cares what you say. No one cares what you say. Do you know why? Because you tried to cover up the smear scandal a long time back and a brave mm. woman named Vicky Phelan had to go to court and had to take you where you are. Yeah? So that's what it's going to take again here. It's going to take the people... It's going to take us to take the government to the Supreme Court to scrutinise the hate speech bill and then it will not go through. And we will have the outside media of the world watching the government take an ass whooping off the people. So whatever we have to make a go for me, whatever has to do it, I will not be lying down on that. We're going to take the government to court for Supreme Court, uh, under the Supreme Court for the hate speech bill. For proper scrutiny, I will. If it costs me every penny I have, I'll do it. If, uh, justice isn't free. The mm. WHO treaty, we need to do the same as well. But we need to start showing, and we don't even need, if we had a president that had a backbone, he'd do it for us. Why would you not want more scrutiny? Mm. You know? I asked for an investigation into uh, COVID deaths in the council, a vote. Let's vote. They're through the roof. I put the, co- I put the motion in before they were through the roof. And like, they're like, how did you know? Because I see, I see the coming. How do you not know? <laughs> Lockdowns, suicide, um, trials, all sorts of stuff going on. How do you not see this coming? So mm. nice, the mayor's like, like, are you like Mystic Pat? Because I put it in in January, the motion doesn't come up for like six months later. Right, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden we're sitting there with excess debts through the roof, record numbers. I gave all of the people a handout, everybody, gave them all a handout. They voted against it. They voted against an inquiry. Why would you not want to know more? It costs us money. We banked eight billion into a bank account that people probably don't know about. Surplus. And 10 billion's going in, I hear, in a little while again. Really? Because we're doing so well as a country. We're rich, mate. Are we? We are rich. <laughs> well, I haven't seen any of it. No. Folks, eh? Because the reason that, that 8 million was in circularization, what happened is the inflation would go down, the rates, the rents would probably go down, the, the, the housing prices would probably go down. Yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, for, for, for us. Not for them, yeah, yeah. Not for them. So, a lot of the stuff I've said on this podcast, um, make sure you get registered. <laughs> To vote, yeah, um, yeah. Do not be afraid to, to, to speak your mind, but let me tell you one thing don't be an idiot either. Don't go folly some 
some sap that doesn't know what he's talking about, you know what I mean? And maybe someone's gonna go, maybe Paddy's a sap, but come back to me with the things that I don't know what I'm talking about or the proof that I, I haven't already put mm, forward. Yeah. And, and at the end of all of this, I don't gain anything from this. If anything, I put my head up up the paraffin. Yeah, I'm you're up for scrutinization. On the yeah, beach yeah. that I'm saying, trying to get to that machine going on the top of yeah, the hill yeah, again. Yeah. I'm trying to get there and I'm trying to ask these people questions and I'm trying to keep them for some common sense and accountability. And um, and I'm just I'm just marching and guiding, guiding on that guidance that I told you yeah, about. Yeah. And that's all I'm doing. And I don't hate anybody. I don't think that, I don't think this, 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 um, this government here have any remorse for what anybody and any of the actions that they take and I've just proved to you and said to you now the accountability doesn't matter and the opposition know that but why are they playing the people by putting this forward saying that oh we're going to take her for this and we're going to do that and we're going to do that they know mm -hmm. that isn't going to pass so please don't take us for fools it's political games isn't it brownie points it's do you know what even that word political I mean you hear the people go they just yeah, got away here's your next stand up yeah. we could go all day lads like on the we go all day on the language that gets used, oh. you know, and it's like, um, but I'm asking you, this is, I'm asking you as people here now and as, as podcasters and stuff like that, you need to start, you need people to be accountable now and we need it now. We need people to stand up. We need your generation now to start doing something and actually care and get off your phone, get in the gym, get your head good, get your mind good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Don't be messing around. Don't be watching the Kardashians to see what they're up to. You know? They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. You know what I mean? And they probably are not. They're probably not who they see him either. They're probably not able to say. You True, see people yeah. coming out. The game. The game is coming out talking about Israel and Palestine. Okay. I support the Palestinian people and I have for all of all of the time because I understand their struggle. There's now people in America starting to go. Whoa, hold on. I didn't know that 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 them people had been oppressed and yeah and that, that. yeah yeah yeah. So that could be another whole conversation. As I said, where I don't want I don't want you to be sitting there going, "This is an hour's podcast." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, yeah, another good, time, yeah, another time. You know what I mean? But um, that's another horrific situation. And what's happening in Palestine now is um, and it's not don't just call it Gaza. It's Palestine. Mm -hmm. People, if the way the word gets changed, now it's Gaza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. got smaller. Is horrific. It's genocide. Um, and the the false information coming from out there is showing me that they're getting worse at it. It's called atrocity propaganda. So atrocity right. propaganda goes back into the 1600s. Cromwell used it against the Irish and the rebels. It mm. ain't new. Yeah, they said that the rebels were taking babies from um, their mother's wombs and leaving them to die. And, and you can go and have a look at this stuff. Look okay, it up, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean, yeah. in a way. Um, and yeah, it's called atrocity propaganda. And that gave him the ability and the people's support in England mm. to come and massacre the Irish. So... Uh, so know your oh, history man, before you come at me. It's a scary <laughs> game, isn't it? It's like that idea there of like say that Cromwell example there all the people supporting him hearing that story think they're doing like a virtuous moral oh, thing. Yeah, that's like, 70% I talk about. That's fucked up. Yeah, there's a quote I seen the other day and it was like until the lion learns how to write the glory of the hunt will always belong to the hunter because whoever controls the story controls that's how it feels. That's beautiful. Lawyer, we say you can't be mad at a lawyer for eating you just because you didn't eat him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, lawyer. yeah. And that's the way it works. So <laughs> if you're at the government, they, that's where they are. That's, this is their job. They went to school saying, I'm going to be a politician. Mm. Watch them people. Anyone who ever did that, watch <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. Apart from the youth that are saying, now I want to fix it. I need to be a politician to fix it. Because that is happening as well now. Yeah, and yeah, I've yeah. seen that people are going, uh, uh, people, uh, people say, Paddy, I want, I want to kind of be like you now. You know what I mean? Like, I, you, how did you do it? How did you make it? And I'm like, I don't really, I, I, I can give you tips, but it's all about just getting, doing your thing, get to the gym, chase mm. it, believe in yourself. And that's how I did it. And it's like, now we need you to do it. And just because somebody's working class, just because somebody comes from your neighborhood, 
Well, just swallow what they're saying. Yes, you see what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, yeah. that, that, they'll start getting people from your neighborhood yeah, yeah. there. You know what I mean? And we need to be careful. And we all need to link together here. You know, like the, the 70% of people need to tell these 15% on the left that are getting radical, radical, shut your mouth, shut up. Stop. We don't want to listen to you anymore for a little bit. And then we listen to your debate when you get it together and you actually have some. And then this Roy saw it. They're the same. They're again. And that's seventy percent of the people need to start putting their hands out. We need to start crossing our communities a little bit more. We need to get rid of this classism. We need to get rid of this idea that every single foreigner that comes here is bad. That's yeah, wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's bad Irish people. There's bad uh, people who come here. It's, it's all the same. But we need a process where we get to figure out who's who. Yeah. Yeah. Fact, yeah. Big time. Big time. I have got one question. It's not politically related, but something me personally as a fan of the hooligan always wanted to ask it and figure Hooligans out. Hooligans, the other well, now, you're not. Yeah, we're, going back, we're going back to the hooligan times. And it was when your UFC career had to come to an end and your fighting had to be put to a stop because of obviously the blood condition that you had. Firstly, was that news to you that you had that condition that was going to be an issue? And then just like, how did you deal with the fact that that door was shut on you as opposed to you being able to say I'm retired now as a fighter or whatever else like that decision was made well it was two weeks out from a fight which was even worse because yeah. I was kind of ready I was in camp and stuff like that and uh, yeah no it came it came you know what I mean like to me it didn't um, it didn't seem to be as serious as I had expected it to be because you, you fought a couple of times in the UFC well, previous to this I fought loads I trained for my whole life I grew up in Jobstown yeah, yeah. I had brain surgeries I'd, do you know what I mean like, and it never came like, up yeah. but then as I said sometimes the, the, the control is not in your hands you know what I mean with that way so that's true. Um, true I was a straw I something I truly loved and truly I'm good at was fighting and I wasn't just fo- good at fighting and winning I was good at fighting I was good at winning and losing yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. in a way sometimes I lost and I gave more fans than I did when I lost yeah, yeah, and I yeah. feel terrible and my community or whatever to lift me up I'm in the square and people would be like Mo you look after yourself you keep your head up and people would be coming to me house baking bread and like sitting in your house like I'm about to fail and everybody but but I didn't do you know what I mean? I, they seen the human part of me. They seen the side of me. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not invincible. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, and, I, and I used to say it. If you go back to the basketball arena, I don't know. They probably hopefully you find a video. I said, I'm just a little kid from Jobstown. I'm just one of you. Yeah, that's what I yeah, said yeah. on one of my speeches, and that was it. And I meant that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I still mean that. So, um, but I needed that. I needed that. That whole guided thing. Something was telling me, yeah, you need you. I've got bigger plans for you. You know what I mean? Yes. You, you need to move in a different direction at that time. A lot of stuff was falling apart, and the homelessness in the country and all, and that's what kind of got me into politics. Right, in a way. Okay. I seen the politi- the homeless system, and I'm like, hold on. So we put nearly like, hundreds of billions into places that are actually not houses. Someone else owns them, and they make the money. Why don't we just take the money that we're spending into all of these buildings and build the houses? Silence. No yeah, answer. yeah. Where do I get the answers? Bam, 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 knock on the doors. Bam, bam, bam. No answers. Nobody. So... Here I am. The door now. I'm looking for the answers. The door's <laughs> off the hinges. Well, yeah, that's it. But that's what we need to do. Because let me tell you one thing. These people are not, they're not, they're not special. They're not. When you sometimes when you talk to them, you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, yeah. they're not maybe. They don't think, they don't know as much as you think they might yeah, know. You know what I mean? And that's it. Like, it's, 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 it's scary. We're being led by the weakest among us. Oh, that's a fact. And there's one, like, whatever you think of Paddy Hulahan as politics is yours, there's one thing you can't deny. He gives a fuck. Ah, and passion. I promise you this. Passion. Leo Vadkar, Neil Martin, they don't give a fuck. I can imagine them on the other side of that, Mike, yeah. Oh, let me tell you, boys, it's, it's, it's crazy how deep it is. Like, um, the talk of bollocks lads had me on, man. What yeah. the fuck, like? Jeez, I didn't listen to that episode. But I didn't even listen to snippets of it, but I, the, my main thing was that when he go to, um, and this is not a job at the lads, look, the lads for your play, the working class lads and getting after them like that, but come on. Ask him about, oh, why did you ruin the country? Why did you ruin our house in the States? 
Why, why, why do you, why did you let him victimize the people? Why did you go in with him as a party after you said that a government of Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael would not save the people? Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden it served you. He said this. He said that. If you go on YouTube, you'll see he's like, that's some jackal and hide behavior. That's yeah, the yeah, that's yeah. the language no he uses. Way. He said because he said, would you go with Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael? Oh no, I wouldn't even be having that conversation. That's disgraceful. That's some snide jackal and hide behavior. No, that that would be me. I'm for. And then the minute that opportunity comes, yeah. they're like, how do we get Sinn Féin out? We go in. And people Coalition think Sinn Féin are the answer too, and I'm telling you, I've just told you. Parties are not the answers. Mm-hmm. We need a country ran by the industries and the, 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 the people, the representatives of our communities. Imagine Philly McMahon stood up and ran for Bally Moon. Imagine Kay Taylor ran for, uh, for, 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 Bray, for yeah. Bray. Imagine Connor ran for Luke. We ran for Talent. People go, but they're not politicians. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're the ones that have to have the accountability with now. We sit there and we run for Bono, joined yeah. Yeah. People have run businesses, and but we're, we're, we're smart now. We're, we're a bit clever. We dealt with multi-million organisations, yeah. billion organisations. Some of these people haven't even been in the council. Yeah. Some of the leaders of these parties now never did a stint in the council. They went straight to the doll. Mm. Let me tell you one thing. That's like missing the regional scene of fighting. Yeah, yeah, I go straight. to the UFC. It's like you're doing a CM Punk job on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People say to me, what makes you believe? And I'm like, Moe May fought Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when it wasn't Conor McGregor like that. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You've got Jake Paul and all these, the world is open. <laughs> and social media is the government and the political is worst nightmare. So they've quagmired it. They've mixed it all. They've scrambled it all together. So it's their most powerful weapon. But it's our worst weapon too, mm. you know? And then when you bring hate speech laws, and let me tell you one thing, they're rushing in this stuff. They're not saying this because they don't, I don't Negative like your shit. haircut, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and that could be hate speech in a way. Yeah, you know fucking hell, man. Imagine the two he's got the same haircut. <laughs> Fuck that. His missus wouldn't tell the difference there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. That's mad. You only see now. No, no, we can't really go. We'll have, we'll have a few questions for you. <laughs> for it, yeah. <laughs> if someone hit him, would you yeah. feel like? We always get that one. Yeah. always get that? Yeah, we do uh, now. If you're hungry, is he hungry? Oh, I'm fucking starving all the time. Yeah, right. Does yeah. <laughs> 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 he ever get the dreams like, that, like our links? I've never together, actually. We've never talked about dreams. No. Right? They, they That's our own little social experiment. Yeah. never really. Nah. What do you think about, boys? You were in something like the size of a football for like the boy Face to face. Big time. Face to arse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which way you were lying? Did you ever like, get really pissed off being twins around? No, we've always actually been best mates. We've two younger brothers, Jaden here, who's behind the the desk today, and another little brother, Alex. So we always got along really all well. Brothers? Yeah, all boys, all boys. four boys. Fair play to the help, like. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Good shift. Yeah, yeah. Job <laughs> done. That's a that's a, te- a man full of testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> Great, all boys. You know what I mean? love boys, that. Two we love that. Gentlemen's <laughs> family. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what they say. Girls at the end. So maybe I was going up. Two boys. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you, you peaked too early. Yeah, yeah, you're going soft. You're going soft. I love my life from them. It's mad to even say I have daughters. Driving home from the teams like. I have a daughter. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Different struggle, I Different struggle. No, no, you're This is the last one I'll ask you. You can finish Wait. off on this, right? You're obviously a very passionate man. No matter what you've done in your life, you've flung your head, yourself into a head force <laughs> and figured it out as you went along. On your deathbed, when Paddy Hulahan is no more, how do you want to be remembered? I just want me. I want. I have this mad like fear in me about me kids not being looked after, not being sorted in that way, and not not even just in like financial ways because I, I feel like. 
maybe a little few years we're getting there. Yeah. Um, but the idea that they understand what I stood for and that they, they follow on, and I think that's so important now, that that's, we need that more now and happen. They need to, look, I'd love to, uh, one day my, maybe my daughter or something like that to be, to be more equipped than me and actually be my daughter and say, look, I only go into politics because like, I really understand what my dad has been talking about and saying and, mm-hmm. and, how, and, and I understand the history of the country. And, and let me tell you, the history we were taught in school is not the history, it's a whole different conversation. As you said, the, 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 the hunter and the loyalty, mm-hmm. that's not the same history. So there was a guy named Harry Boland, real quick. Okay. Yeah. Michael Collins had him killed. Well, not killed, but he had him he sent for his arrest in the Grand Hotel. Really? Anyone can watch the Michael Collins film. He gets shot in a sewer. They dictate that he's shot in a sewer, and that was the end of him. He was killed in the Grand Hotel, shot in the belly by a Free State soldier who was sent on the orders of Michael Collins. And then 22 days later, Michael Collins was killed. And then Eamon Devil took over. Eamon Devil son went on to be a gynecologist. And he <laughs> ran a lot of the adoption agencies in the mother and baby's homes. It goes deep. It goes deep, deep. And it's like, yeah, but the history, Irish history. Michael Collins was great. This Dev was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what you get taught. Yes. So, so uh, history and all is not what it is. So I want my family, my, my kids will bring forward the history. Um, some of the stuff like Harry Boland had done was, he had went to America, he had got a fund of $5 million. He lent 20000 to the Soviet Union because they were breaking down the time. They gave him the jewels of the Soviet Union as a deposit. Mm-hmm. He hid it in a chimney in Rakar. <laughs> and it was only found in like the 40s or something, you know what I mean, in a way. And it's like, wait, you don't hear these things, yeah, you don't hear oh, these yeah. stories. And maybe maybe, um, maybe Harry Boland at the time had it sorted. So he hadn't clipped. Oh, I don't know, maybe that's yeah, a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. That's not me saying, it's just a thought and opinion. Do you know what I mean? But he might have had it sorted. The American people would have said, no, hold on. They just flew the face of democracy in the 1919 election at that time. Sinn Féin won that election at that time. Mm. And the eradication was to eradicate the proclamation into a constitution. We didn't end up with a proper constitution until 1937. Oh, yeah. So, history's go. my thing. So my kids, this is what they hear off me. And I wrap this into nice stories in a yes, way. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they're having conversations in a while and someone starts saying something, they're like, that doesn't sound right. Mm. Yeah. And they're, 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 they have the audacity and they... they, they they have the name, the hula hand, the hula hand. So he said, which, and they know what that means. They know what her motto is. And it's not just my motto. My grandfather's name was William Houlihan. His dad's name was Jack Houlihan. His dad's name was Patrick Houlihan. And his dad's name was Patrick Houlihan. And he was born three years before the famine. And we stayed. <laughs> and we stayed. Hard to get rid of the Houlihan. I can't go. So That's what you said in the ultimate fire, wasn't it? Yeah. We come here to infest. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a Tommy Tiernan saying, which was believe, it? yeah, because it was... At that time, you like them, so, <laughs> and then I was like, never meet your heroes. <laughs> and anyway, I want my kids to understand that there is a plan for the Hulahans, there is a plan for our communities, and, 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 I, and I want them to follow her on, you know what I mean? I want them to be proud of themselves, proud of their nation, proud of their country, proud of their traditions, you know what I mean? Um, but not fucking stupid. Yep. Right. Well, do you want to do the outro? Oh, yeah, so, last, if, last if, thing if for you. better than the six. Uh, <laughs> oh, the outro. <laughs> oh, the outro. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is our last uh, episode of season one. We're going to have season two coming after the new year. So we always ask the guests to leave a question okay. that we'll ask the next guest. So what question would you like to leave her? Whoever's next on the hot seat. You don't know who they are, no? We don't know yet. No, we don't know yet. It's not Michal Martin, by the way. Bobby <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michal. Oh, <laughs> you might get a chance. You might be like, well, maybe I'm waiting on who knows. Um... What have you done to improve your community and our country lately? Mm, I like that. That's different, yeah. yeah, yeah. Different to anything else, but a very important question. That was the good thing about the Snow Shame podcast. And look, if I had time, I'd bring it back in the future, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No bullshit. No bullshit. Like, if someone's bullshit, I'd be like, 
Ah, that doesn't That's bullshit. <laughs> That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I like it, it, man. I like it. Well, look, Paddy, I can't do an outro as good as Lee's intro, but what I will say is <laughs> you came so on good. the podcast, you said the impact or the influence you want to have on someone else is to help inspire them. But I think one thing that you can do on a podcast better than anywhere else nowadays is plant seeds Absolutely. for people to go and say, you know what? I never thought of that or I didn't hear that. Let me go and dig deeper or look forward or into it. And as someone who probably would have just scrolled past stuff and like hate speech or whatever else previously and been like, politics doesn't really apply to me. It's not really my gig, not really into that. To see how that actually applies to a working class person or someone crumbling up who's probably feels a bit like disengaged or disassociated from all that stuff. And to see how those little things actually make such a big difference and the ripple effect of that on the generations today and to come in the future and how it starts now with every single person in this room and in the wider world taking ownership and responsibility is like eye-opening. So thank you for that. Thanks for your passion thank for you, all man. you do. That's I really appreciate it. Um, I just want a few plugs here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Plug away. Um, the flow therapy talent. If you've never flowed, uh, you don't go to flotation. <laughs> get up to flotation therapy talent and, and have a go at it. And let me tell you one thing: I don't, I don't get with the business or investing things that are not unbelievable. <laughs> they blow your mind. We have now opened a yoga studio, fire flow yoga as well up there as well. Get up, get your mind right. Um, Hulahan Martial Arts Clan Hulahan up there on the Greenhills Road as well. Changing lives every single mm -hmm. day. If you feel like you're just on your sofa, you don't know what to go. You don't know that the road start. Start doing some jiu-jitsu. Start doing some training. Start being around some people like-minded like yourself. And, yeah. and, um, and I'm there all the time. You'll hear me talking like this. And, <laughs> and you know, not the political, but like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. get out! Like, <laughs> speech every class. <laughs> but, but the idea is that, um, so, they're showing the business. If you want to support me, support them. And obviously, do. Um, my Instagram and stuff like that, you can follow. And, uh, yeah, and get behind the campaigns. And, and, and don't, don't just listen to me. Don't just listen to me. That's it's it, level. Well. As you always, I think you said it in a few times in your book, either come home on your sword or with your sword. Oh, on, on your shield, shield or with your sword. On your shield or with your sword. With yeah. my shield or on it. There we go. So Paddy, keep wearing that shield proudly. Absolutely. And we look forward to catching up with you again in the future. Thank you. I'll probably get whacked for this one now. <laughs>